Today is the day, Adam. <sighs> Seize the day. I was like, Mr. Fantastic's not a an utter piece of shit. Are you talking about the comic books? And then he yeah, he did this created, wacky wacky. He and hugged him, and exactly. then he created a machine called an Imaginot. That anytime he <laughs> he hits Doom, the machine also hits Doom. Yeah. Wait, what? Is this in the comic books? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's sourced. And then sourced from the comic and books. And then Doom will stand there and he'll put down traps. Are you talking about the comic book still? And then, Doom was laying a trap for a, me. Yeah. Is this in your video? And then, in your and then he mobile, strikes you with. Is lightning. this in your mobile video game about comic it's books? It's not a yes. game, Bruce. It's a mobile. It's a, life. Way, a way of life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to a welcome to a PUBG, ball dude soup. It waits in the corner until everyone else is dead, and then it walks out, shoots one person, and wins the whole game. <laughs> um, your host Lawrence. We're playing uh, Rock of Ages two. Somebody's bashing on the wall, so that's cool. It's because yeah, we share a building with. 85 other millennials. Yeah, 40 yeah. other people. They're all gonna outlive us. <laughs> they're all way cooler than us, Well, they have, they have stress-free lives. <laughs> can, we, can we make a mental note for our own content here? Sure. If we pull images of statues, then we can show butts. That's true. Because it's probably They haven't penis. shown dick yet. Probably penises, though. They haven't no shown dick They're not yet. showing dick. They're no, not but showing but there's been butts. But we could probably show penis. I'm gonna say we can show penis on statues. I think they would. There'd be context. I am issues. in charge of YouTube, and I say we <laughs> can show penises close. on statues. Uh, <laughs> this podcast has three fine gentlemen, in addition to myself, on it. There is a uh, YouTube boss, Bruce Green. Boss? Yes. You just said that. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. I am the YouTube boss. There he goes. How did you just uh, literally? Thank you for addressing me with the correct title. <laughs> There's the the man with the perfect memory, James Willems. Hello. I remember everything. Uh, oh, he forgot. <laughs> he forgot. And then, uh, I, I don't know, Dr. Doom enthusiast, Adam Kovic. <laughs> no, some call he's me, Mr. Fantastic enthusiast. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Some call me the original boss baby. <laughs> All grown some up. do call him that. <laughs> uh, this podcast is brought to you by a few sponsors, Stitch Fix and Beach Body. You can get started now at stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. Get 25% off of your Stitch Fix box if you keep all five items. If that sounds confusing, I'll go into more detail in a minute. And you can get a free trial membership to Beach Body On Demand. Get that beach body you deserve by texting 303030. Or sorry, texting dude, D U D E, to 303030. Got it. The number. Uh, but we're not going to talk about exercise. Instead, we're going to talk about sitting and playing the internet's hot new game, PUBG. Play on those battlegrounds. battlegrounds. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this shit. This shit's blown up, man. It really um, is. I mean, it already has been. So apologies if you're. If you're in the know and uh, you, uh, you you're on you're on the craze, but if you haven't drank the Kool Aid yet, you better get in on it because it's it's going nuts. So uh, let's see here. Uh, just just this week, I think um, Brendan Green, the player unknown himself, tweeted that PUBG had so he's known. Uh, no, yeah. he's absolutely yeah, known. He's now, pretty known. One hundred percent. It's just his his handle. You know how it is. Um, he tweeted that uh, PUBG had hit 877,000 concurrent players on Steam, which made it, at the time, the number one most played game. Nice. Over uh, Dota, right? Over Dota 2, over Counter-Strike Global Offensive, over Gosh. Call of Duty, which isn't even in the top ten. All those Valve games. Yeah. Uh, Valve has top two, and then four is Grand Theft Auto, then H1Z1 King of the Kill, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Siege, Team Fortress 2, Football Manager 2017, Path of Exile, and then Warframe running down the top ten at the time. Uh, it has not beat the number one concurrent all-time record, which still is Dota 2. Oh, I was like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. No. <laughs> nope. Damn. Dota 2, so the, the thing is, like, Dota 2 kind of skew, skews in a weird way. With the international, you can watch the game in the game client. So it's not only people oh. playing, but it's people watching the international, which mm. is the biggest annual tournament. Anyway. Doesn't uh, that skew the numbers a little bit? Yeah. yeah that's that, that's why it set the number one a concurrent player record. Do you know what the number is, Lawrence? The concurrent? <laughs> 
Uh, you mean the record? Yeah, for the record. I think it's around 1.5 million, but let me... Holy shit. It's I almost saw... double of what uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds was. It's funny you bring that up, Bruce. Oh, okay. Because if, if PUBG is, gro- is going to continue growing at the rate that it has been, it will hit that number very soon. Really? Last month, on July 30th, uh, the Player Unknown tweeted that... he this Brandon's been following the player count for a while. Last month, the peak was 481,000. So in a, in one month, oh, wow. it nearly doubled its its concurrent players. So it is it's blowing up blowing up in a big way. Is that one of those things where like the more popular something's popular because it's popular? So then everybody kind of, catches yeah. on yeah. to it because it's popular. Well, because so someone reads it. Wow, this game sold four million copies, and then a million people go, "I need to check this out." Yep. Yeah. Basically. Capitalism. Yep. It's the it's the hot new trend. It's it's the fidget spinners of the gaming world. Uh, via gamesindustry.biz, they they source that the game has sold eight. Million units. Holy shit. Which is an absurd number, also considering that the game is still in quote-unquote early access. But that's just what games are now, uh, so that's cool. Uh, let's see here. Other other interesting analyses to make here is that, so as, as the rankings stand right now, you've got uh, PUBG in number one, Dota 2 and Counter-Strike in second and third place. Those games are both very uh, esportsy. Uh, PUBG has taken its first baby step in that regard. They did ESL hosted the PUBG Invitational at Gamescom, which uh, was interesting. They gave out golden frying pans, but uh, as you can imagine, like doing a professional tournament with 100 players mm-hmm. was kind of funky. Well, it's also kind of. I mean, it's still in early access. It's still in early access. I was, yeah. I was gonna say, can we just set a rule as humanity that if a game is in early access, you're not allowed to have a professional tournament? <laughs> if I the don't football know, was still being developed. Would we allow people? Oh, yeah, never mind. You're right. <laughs> They're <laughs> always doing that over time. They, say they change rules in football yeah. almost just, every year. I just feel like at some we need a new word for early access. Mm. Something like well, I think I think the thing is we have a new word for a finished product, and it's called early access. Yeah, right. <laughs> as soon as a company sells that's actually, something, that's a, that's a good point. Never mind. You're right. All I games mean, are early access now. They yeah, are. It's weird. No, you're 100. Yeah, right. but you're still right that we need a new term for it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Like, what is a 1.0 anymore? Unfinished. No one cares. What about unfinished? In progress. In beta? No, not beta. It's the finished product, just not entirely done. Well, but if it's unfinished, it's not the finished product. So Except it's mostly done. <laughs> we'll call it mostly done. Mostly done? <laughs> Our game has entered the mostly yeah. done yeah. phase. Pretty much there. 75%. <laughs> Close enough. Oh, it's, it's a, I, I love that particular topic because it is such a sea change in terms of, of what people consider worth money, and I think it factors in a lot to DLC discussions as well. Minecraft ruined everything. Kind of. Minecraft really did change the paradigms, didn't it? I hate saying words like paradigms. I can't tell if I hate or love saying paradigms. Paradigm's a good word. I yeah. do love it. You're At right. least makes, makes it. you sound smart. I am smart. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, essentially it's, uh, you know, some people get pissed off about it because they're like, the game's not finished. I think I personally and I think a lot of other consumers have this idea that the developers know what a complete package is. That before they even start developing, they know what the final game will will be like, how many levels it'll have, how many guns it'll have. And if they dare to sell a game that doesn't me- match that weird imaginary vision of a completed game, then they're, they're assholes who just want money and they're nickel and diming you. But I think this hits a sweet spot, though, because it's made, number one, by the community. So it's made by this guy who's been in the community mm-hmm. for years and kind of knew what he wanted to do but couldn't execute on it because he probably had a team of five people, you know, making this video game for him. And he like slowly has been building it over time. And now he's got a multi-million dollar company. But when it started, he's just like you or I, right? Like he's just like, oh, a tiny little game developer is like 
trying his best to make this really, really good mod. And he did. Like, the when the game first came out, the best thing about it was that you could queue up and play anytime you wanted to, because all these other survival games, you couldn't do that. Yeah. You'd have to sit there for 5, 10, 15 minutes and wait for everybody else to jump in. But Player Unknown, Brendan Green, knew exactly how to make that work and made it work from the very beginning. Um, so I, f- I feel like he's got the perfect Cinderella story. I really, I, I think he's like, uh, he's sort of growing with the product, which I, which I think is cool. The real question is, how long until Blizzard releases their perfect version of this concept? Huh. <laughs> Ten uh, years. Twenty years from now. <laughs> yeah. Well, well go, going all the way back, remember how DayZ started, right? When it was, it was a mod. It was this garbage mod yeah, for yeah. a garbage game. No offense, uh, uh, Arma fans. Uh, you know, be offended. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I've never had fun playing Arma ever in my life, and I understand that people like it. So good for you. But uh, I remember when it was like Cnanners, like, "Hey, come on, we're gonna we're gonna do this Arma mod called Daisy. It takes about four hours yep. to get this mod working, and it might not work all the way." Yeah. So what I what I took from that was people always. There was something people wanted, and I remember just thinking, like, once someone figures this out, it's going to do really well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so from there, it became H1Z1, and then, or what? It was something else. Oh, there, there was, was the War Sony Z. One. Yeah, that's Ugh, true. That was terrible. Yeah, what, yeah. Was the, what was the Sony one that eventually just sort H1Z1. of... H1Z1. It, it's H1Z1. That was H1Z1. Because so, they did King of the Kill and, like, different yeah. mods for H1Z1. So yeah, it was right. funny because so the, uh, the zombie craze kind of came and went with the, uh, the survival genre thing. It did. And someone eventually figured out, oh wait, people just want the Purge or Hunger Games. Right. Yeah. And they tried that with the culling, but that didn't catch on for whatever reason. The culling, uh, did, it did okay, uh, it, but it yeah. wasn't obviously no it, Battlegrounds. It was, yeah, exactly. It also wasn't easy to get in. Yeah, it took it, a little bit. Like, it took a little bit of finagling to figure out how to play with your friends, yeah, and even then, you know, like, it was kind of... Yeah. Right. And also, I think it was a little too game showy. Hmm. Yeah, it was like the Hunger Games. It yeah. had too much presentation and not enough yeah. on the other side of it. Yeah. They try. I mean, like, Colin's not a bad game, by the way. I, I actually enjoyed it. When oh, I played. thought it was good. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, well so it's just kind of crazy that, oh, good for them. They they struck at the right time. And now uh, Daisy is long dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, yeah, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is one of the worst names it is. in the history of video games, PUBG. which speaks to how pretty good how good the game is that people want to play it despite I mean, the it's a takeaway it's a takeaway to what developers can learn about the kinds of games and things people want to play like shitty name concept that was already out there they just took away the barriers between a person booting on the game yeah. and getting into it That's right it. That's like they bit like they i will say with the first time i saw PUBG, like a live stream of it i was like Oh, when did was there a mod for you know H one Z one that made the graphics not shitty? Right. Like, right. It, but it's again, it's not amazing. It doesn't look amazing, but it doesn't look shitty. No, not at all. Like so many of those other games looked. Also, there's like one button presses, like auto grab, auto grab stuff like that. There's a lot going on for it that is not wildly, you know, out of left field. It's just like it's like someone was actually a fan the guy who made it. That's exactly what happened. And said, these are the things that suck about these games. Let's just try it without those, you know, Mm -hmm. or let's see what happens when we get rid of these dumb barriers that are only in here because an engineer was too in his head or a developer was too in his head about trying to get the, you know, fucking V-Sync capabilities going and not actually focused on what people actually want to play. Which is that they wanted to play the game. They want to play the game, (laughs) yeah. With 100 people and they want to play it right now. Yeah. Um, Lawrence, where did, he came from. Brendan Green came from. Was it Daisy? Was it a Daisy modder? Was H one Z one for King of the Kill? Right? Was, or yeah, or was or was he King of the Kill? I, I was trying to remember if he came from Daisy or King of the Kill because I know he's worked on one of those a lot, 
And he took those experiences, like James said, and brought them to battlegrounds, but then executed on them, which yeah. is very hard to do. All the like his netcode and stuff like that is is consistently, for the most part, getting better. Yeah. Um. On these on these games, and I just remember being blown away that he was able to figure that out with probably like, again with a very very small team that he you could queue up right away and play. Whereas Sony had been backing King of the Kill and couldn't do it. They they could not figure out how to make that game th- work fast. I think they ended up dropping that game and developer entirely. I think you're right. I think they did because I remember that. I remember that story of like yeah. that guy got upset <laughs> because. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I also think from God. like the other perspective is how does this work as an audience game? Right. We live in a Twitch age, mm-hmm. and mm. and PUBG seems to work the best. Not only because streamers are more likely to play it because they don't have to sit around and wait. Right. You right. know, there's about what two minutes of downtime between matches, and which is the exact amount of time you need to read your donations yeah, and your yes. chat and stuff. Oh, it's, yeah. like, it's like almost scheduled, so perfect for streaming, but then it's never so long, and there's not so many issues that you can't start actually playing yeah, and then having something to watch. You but know? if you're, like, say you're with a squad, and you're the first one to die, well, that's just more time you're interacting with chat. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're right. It is like, it feels like a game that was made for Twitch. But it's also the kind of thing where if you're in a squad and one of you dies, like, right at the beginning, you're like, you guys want to back out? Sure. Yeah. And Everybody it's not a whole it. fucking ordeal. You know? de- yeah, because you just, you re and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Or you just run around, firing your gun into the air and let somebody pop you or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. You, you do yeah. whatever you, you need to. Mode. It's not, it's not a big deal because also, they can do this because there's so many players yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, but that was that's what's so amazing. Like, I, so I caught onto this game very early on, like very, very early on, and it was still that way. Mm-hmm. I could still queue. And by the way, a game would start with 80 people. It didn't yeah. have to be 100. Yeah. So it was like it would give a minute, and if the, in a minute you only had 80 and not 100 people, it would play. Yeah. And so I was fine with playing with 80 people. It didn't matter or 40 or whatever. Yeah. Right. That's that's totally fine. It, so he would just start another instance of a server or whatever. However they do it. And then they'd play again. So yeah. even early on, I mean, like, and now it's obviously way better because there are millions of players versus thousands. But he still had it going on in the early early days. So uh, I don't know. Lawrence, did you actually look that up? The uh, yeah, yeah. So green? let's see here. Where did he? Where he, did he, come uh, from? he made the battle royale mod for Arma two and three. Oh, okay. Uh, developed by Brandon Green. Uh, continues to up. He was a consultant on H one Z one King of the there Kill. We go. Gotcha. Uh, before becoming the creator developer at Blue Hole Incorporated. Of a standalone game representing his vision of the battle royale game, players on player unknowns battlegrounds. Well, battlegrounds was not the first battle royale game. It's released to early access in March 2017, drew a great deal of attention, gaining over six million unit sales over four months, uh, and is considered the defining game of the genre. I love this. That's via I love, Wikipedia. I love Brendan Green's story because it's like, it's like take note, people and kids, because this is how you do it. Basically, you you work in the industry, you use your experience to go and do something that you want to do and probably he probably had the right team um, and had a, a lot of people backing him up but he used the experience that he had for years and years and years to improve upon uh, a genre not perfecting it but making it way way better and like James said about Blizzard Blizzard's going to make this perfect yeah. in five years but that's what Blizzard does if they the don't, genre is still they, alive they don't, they don't yeah that's true they don't usually innovate they perfect yeah um, which is that's that's absolutely a market share that you I was get. curious when um What's it called? Rockstar was just going to do their own they version. Did. Well, no, I was no, just Rockstar, not no. not. I the tools are there to play. We played no, that no, map. No. I remember. No, there's an adversary mode that just came out. Oh, really? Yep. That's PUBG. Oh, it's like Battlegrounds. <laughs> yes, it's called like Motor Wars or something. I was really? Just going to look that up. Yeah, it, it was in it was in this week's update. Um, it's there it is. it's certainly the first baby step in that direction. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's funny because the the 
Yeah, you're right, Adam. The the ingredients are all there. You mm-hmm. have the the map of Los Santos that is just in free roam GTA Five or GTA Online. Seems like it wouldn't be that hard to uh, to convert that into like j- instead of the you know Russian map in PUBG, you can mm-hmm. just run around Los Santos. Or they just make a new map. That's oh, yeah, uh, they could. That's sure. just like a bunch of like uh, whatever random rooms you run in. You pick up stuff and then yeah, here we go. It's like it's already there. Uh, new adversary mode: Motor Wars. Uh, Blending the adrenaline rush of drop zone with the claustrophobic tension of a match of penned in. This brutal adversary mode is a deadly scavenger hunt where second place is not an option. Up to four teams parachute into a periodically shrinking kill box strewn with a lethal oh, wow. assortment of guns, explosives, and weaponized vehicles. It's the same thing. Work together, find a vehicle, and fight opposing teams, and the shrinking map to survive and win. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's funny because the, the, these are the steps, right? There's the breakout success, and then everybody else kind of swims in the wake to see if they can cash in on it. That was... I mean, the MOBA, that was the MOBA shit, right? Um, Dota blew up, or, or kind of had the cult following. League of Legends made it huge, and then every fucking company decided that they were going to greenlight their own MOBA. Hmm. Most of which just fizzled and died. There was that, in, what was the EA one? That Oh, the Lord of the Rings. Loader, Loader Dota. No, there was another one. There was another one? It, it wasn't based on an IP. Fuck, what was it called? EA that, had an Battleborn? Or- no. No, that was on it. Wait. It didn't come out. I don't know. It, it, it basically... Oh, it didn't come out. Oh. Yeah, they were doing like dev diaries and promoted streams and... Oh, God. It just kind of died. Uh, let me see if I can find uh, what it was called. Oh, anyway, but yeah, yeah. I'm sure League of Legends is still doing fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're making shitloads of money. Riot, Riot is a, its own country still. <laughs> so, Bruce, I heard you mention it, but uh, James and Adam, I'm curious. To what would you guys ascribe the success of PUBG? Um, Actually, yeah, yeah you, you kind of talked about how it was it was more like it found, it found ways to remove the friction from the gameplay experience. Yeah, basically. it doesn't make you wait, and it doesn't look like utter garbage. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, it sounds stupid, but like... Dawn Gate. Sorry, that was it. Sorry. There's, oh, there, there's, certain, <laughs> there's certain games and stuff that you see, and you're like, this is just oh, you didn't choose it. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, Arma looks terrible. Arma looked garbage, and it was impossible to control. Yeah, and so... <laughs> People like that, and that's okay. <laughs> graphics aren't everything. I'm, I'm just saying, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's jarring. Yeah, like it sometimes it can easy. just be jarring. Um, well, there's there's moments. I know, so we always go back to this. But like Overwatch to me is like it's such a perfect game in the sense that when I point and click at something, usually the game will react one to one to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And there's so many games that we've played through the years that it feels like you're in molasses or you're just moving so slow. <laughs> and I'm like, this to me is not a fun experience mm-hmm. when I'm. I'm not having fun because the control's not working. Right. Uh, and that's a big reason why I always go back to Overwatch is like it feels just like a natural extension of my body. Arma and stuff like that was always like there would be some sort of motion blur or something like, oh yeah, bro, you got to go in there and change your eye and eye settings. Like, no, I should not have to do yeah. that. Yeah. Or uh, just being like ridiculously fucking dark so everyone has their Oh yeah, turned remember when we played Daisy? And we couldn't, we right. had to turn the brightness and the contrast all the way up. That's because it was nighttime, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that's that. That's realistic. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I when there's those sort of barriers, you can count me out of the game immediately. And so far, yeah, PUBG has just been pretty consistent of, it's always the same time of day. Everyone's got, should have the same uh, view distance and stuff. So, and it, for the most part, controls the same for everybody. Yeah, Although, which, it's I've not heard- great. But. I've heard people speculate that weather is client side, so like it can be raining on your client and not raining for other people, which doesn't make sense. Oh, to me. it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, no. <laughs> people have said Early that. Early access. That's yeah. something. I'm sorry. Almost done. Yeah. yeah. Mostly done. Mostly done. 
Uh, James, you might want to restart. You didn't actually pick any any like weapons or maps uh, or anything. I'm confused about care. this game, by the I way. I don't know how to play this oh, game. Oh, sure. So He's like set up, it's you versus another enemy's path, uh -huh. right? You guys have identical paths. You set up barriers. As you're just fighting the AI? Yeah. And you're trying oh, okay. to roll your ball like monkey ball with as much speed as possible. Oh, yeah, you spiders. you have to you have to roll your your ball into the enemy castle, yeah. and the more health it has when you hit their gate, the more damage you'll do to their their castle. Copy the idea that. being you have to bu bust down the wall and kill the person inside. Yeah. Um. And then so you build barriers on your enemy's pathway, they build barriers on yours. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're, you're we're trying to stop ages, them. By the way, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the game Sorry. we're playing, uh, and boy, do the listeners love it. when we reference uh, the game, it's almost like it's a bad idea, huh? <laughs> um. But you know it's not a bad idea. Rock of Ages? No. No. Uh, oh. buying buying fine clothes from Stitch Fix. Or rather, letting them find fine clothes for you. And then you just have to uh, brush it off with your hand, dismiss it as though you were better than that, or embrace it and thank thank your your personal stylist. I wore this shirt specifically today because I got it from Stitch Fix. I think it's, it's a nice shirt. Thank you. You got little divers on there. Little divers yeah, men's a nice, on it. It's a nice shirt. Lawrence. It's a nice color. It's, good it's a good you. fit. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, and thank you, Stitch Fix stylist, stylist whose name I don't remember. Kathy, Catherine, with a K maybe. Whoa! James just rolled through a pile of gold, and Elisa's sighing. Be <laughs> No, I can't. I haven't met her. She she sends me a, a what? She sends me a typed out letter. With every box, really, and I just I nod at it and then That's try on all the clothes. She is probably in love with me. It's true. <laughs> oh man, no guarantees. So yeah, the way Stitch Fix works, uh, like everything in in the modern age for the modern intellectual, it's a box that arrives via the mail. Um, you when you sign up, you basically take this little uh, fashion quiz. So it'll show you a bunch of pictures of like shorts and pants and shirts, and you just say, "I like that. I don't like that." Uh, you can even write in if if you have particular goals with where you want to take your look or your style. You can write that stuff in, and then um, I think James brought it up. You can even point them to your social media, and the person will kind of look through your posts and stuff. See, That's crazy, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they. I mean, it's it's optional. It's elective. It's not like they're gonna find you. Uh, but if you if you want, you can uh, you can offer them more material about who you are, what your what your body type is, and they'll pick out clothes that, that match that. And then um, as as subsequent fixes come in and go, they'll pay attention to what you keep, what you didn't like. You can rate things, and then your stylist will get a sort of a profile built around you and what you like to wear. Uh, so it's cool. It's 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 a neat service. It's it's not that expensive. Um, essentially, the way it works is when you order a Stitch Fix box, they'll charge you a twenty dollars styling fee. But if you keep anything, then uh, that twenty dollars will be applied as credit towards that item. So essentially, if you if you decide to keep something, uh, the styling the styling and the the grooming process is free. But if you send it all back, which you can also do, then then they'll ding you for the for the the service and the the shipping and all that stuff. But it's twenty bucks isn't that bad to get a, a pretty a pretty groomed selection of fashions and all of which are well above my personal ability to select clothes for myself. So it's actually a pretty cool service. Um, and you can get started now at stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. Uh, and uh, for our listeners, you get a 25% bonus if you decide to keep every item in your box, which is a pretty cool discount. Uh, once more, that's stitchfix.com slash dudesoup with that optional bonus, provided you keep every item in your fix. And if you don't, you just you stuff them in the prepaid mailer that they send you, and you just drop it in a mailbox. That's what I do. Future. Yeah, it's, it's the future of buying clothes. Who goes outside anymore? Who talks to humans? That's silly. Let <laughs> let them let them peep into your life and make decisions for you. That's the new way. So thank you, Stitch Fix, for the sponsorship, and uh, thank you, PUBG, for being a beautiful game. Yeah, it's uh, I've I've 
I've wondered a lot about it. Um, it seems to me games that blow up have some aspect of randomness or even gambling in them. Um, so from COD to Candy Crush, there's always a random chance element that makes you like go, ah, when things go your way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fascinating. Uh, the Game developers have been studying like roulette machines and things like that, <laughs> digital forms of gambling to understand what makes those experiences hook. Um, and I, I see so much of that DNA in PUBG where it, it's kind of got that college... Stone when it, oh did it break I don't even know um, where it's got that that random aspect to it where you might just get hot like you could you could be on a streak and in a given in a given match of PUBG you can kill three or four people you might get a chicken dinner it's it's like it's possible no matter how bad you are that if you play enough PUBG you will eventually get a chicken dinner um, but to contrast that to something like Street Fighter or uh, maybe like Quake. Some, some, some game like that where there is very little randomness, where it's mostly skill-dominated, there's no way a beginning Street Fighter player could ever take a match off of an Evo champ. Well, what I, what I like about where this is headed and where it's been going is that we've gone away with um, unlockables hmm. um, that are not cosmetic. I was getting real sick of going into a Call of Duty match or whatever, and it's like, well, this guy's got dogs, and oh, I don't have dogs, yeah. and his gun's got... More scopes than I do, so he's right. gonna win. Um, I don't know when it happened, but at some point, it all went back to like Counter Strike or other stuff. Said, you know what? Um, everyone starts balanced. There's a, a few variations, sure, um, but for the most part, it's the game. The base game is gonna work and it's gonna be balanced, and we're not gonna let um, one person's progress impede your own. Yeah, um, and like. Like Overwatch does that, PUBG does that, CS:GO kind of it does. That. I mean, there's the, the money. Does. Yeah, there's the money system, and you can like. Well, that's all. Those are all skins. It's all. Oh no, I was talking about like uh, if if your cosmetic. team's dominating, you can buy better weapons. Mm-hmm. Debatable. I don't yeah, know. CS:GO is all, they're all the same. They're just all skins. So like every, everything's cosmetic in CS:GO. All right. Uh, I I haven't actually played enough to know the difference in the weapons, other than I'm like I just want something with a scope. Yeah, I mean like if you get if you get money in in terms of inside the match, then yes, you can buy. But that's only if you get like more kills or whatever. Right. Right. Um. But but yeah, you you're you're not doing anything. You're not any progress you're making in a match beforehand is not carrying over to the next one. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's what I yes, like. Yes. Yes. We yes. we're we're doing away. The only game honestly that I think is still doing this is Call of Duty. And I guess Battlefield. And I wish Battlefield would stop doing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, every like single... It's such attachment a, unlocks and stuff? Yeah. Knowing that there's, like, some sort of weapon that you're just never going to get. Because, because you don't played. want... Well, because you don't want to commit a thousand <laughs> right. hours or whatever yeah, to the game. 150 hours and... No, thanks. Yeah. It just, that, it, that's no no better way to get me to just say, nah, I'm fine. I, I like the idea of doing classes that are balanced against each other. And either either making it an even playing field where everyone has the same weapons and the same chance of getting the same item like PUBG um, or it's something like Overwatch where it's just like, okay, you can pick a class. Um, even, wait, even original Battlefront did that, right? Where it's like Battlefront 1 and 2 where yeah. you could uh, oh, I see. You could be a jet trooper or this trooper, yada, 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 and that would be balanced against another character. I don't know how balanced it was, but... Um, Actually, the new Battlefront's a bad example. That's what I mean. Yeah, because it, they had, they're they, going to do unlockables, they, right? They, they did unlockables where they they were better weapons and I'm, stuff like that. And you're yeah, like, I, I, don't know I would be were, happier. Yeah. The sooner that all goes away, the better I feel. I think because people need a ch- they need that carrot to chase. Yeah, but it's been replaced by skins, and I'd rather live in a world of skins than unlockable weapons. Yeah, I was going to say sometimes progression doesn't have to be yeah like 
unlocking stuff that way. Sometimes progression in a game is wanting to play it more and get better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and like honestly, with a game like Battlefront, I feel like it's harder to tell if you are getting better yeah. or if you just finally got Han Solo's gun. You got the better weapon. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I, they I, I know lasers. they will say that oh, it's balanced in such a way that that's not the case, but it it's almost like a distraction for me as a player. Mm-hmm. Like when they have that there. I no, I, I agree. I mean, uh, team, I've always said Team Fortress Two is, in, in my opinion, the ideal scenario. Yeah. Where like the items drop, but they're still balanced. They're side grades, and they're and they drop randomly. So it's like you don't need to put any money into this game. It's also free to play. So it's like, well, yeah, you can get those items or whatever, or you can play with stock, which I just did the other day. I played Team Fortress the other day with uh, just stock weapons. Mm -hmm. Totally fine. I I played it totally fine. So I and and, uh, Lawrence, you're right about PUBG being like a sort of like a slot machine because you know you could walk through the map and get an SKS. Or you could walk through a map and just get a normal AK or an M- M16. Those are pretty, you know, those are pretty ubiquitous. Um, the beauty and, though is if you die, you just get yeah, right back in. Get again. right back in, and then also yeah. you could drop in and immediately find an SKS. Yeah. Or immediately find, you know, like some sort of. They do have in PUBG. Uh, they have the crate drops, but those are yeah. again random, and they drop for everybody, and they always end up being a point of contention with a bunch of teams that run mm-hmm. at them. But they have better weapons than most most of the time. So usually you can't find an M249 in game, but you can find them in a crate that drops. Um, and that that gun is pretty brutal versus most of the other guns that are in the game. Um, but again, it's random. Uh, you don't have to pay for those crate drops; they just come. So. Oh yeah, we did that in H1Z1, right? We had to, you had to pay for crates. Yeah, we yeah. bought a goddamn crate. You had to pay for down. crates. And it had garbage in it, and then we died. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. We we well, got, didn't the other guys steal it? Yeah, we paid for a crate, and then some guys came down and then took it. Yep, that, you, you can get you use your in-game points mm-hmm. or or money on H1Z1 crates. At least this is the, the way it used to work. Yeah, uh, and then the crate would drop, and then you would die, and it would get stolen. Yeah, and you'd spend five bucks on it. I'd, lo- uh, I'd love to meet the guy who brought that up in the meeting. That blew my mind. And like, and and then the people who looked at him with a straight face and said. People will love this. Yeah. Well, oh. I mean, that's that that's shit's inevitable, right? As far as I'm concerned, the morality got thrown out the window once they started making games that emulate, like Peggle was was basically a fucking Vegas game. Um, same with same with Candy Crush to a degree. Um, but as as soon as that shit started happening, I was like, oh, okay. So they're gonna push it as far as they possibly can, and that's what businesses do. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really shock me that no, 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 they introduced like four pay mechanics like that. It's just but, what the market will tolerate. In game, that's yeah. what bugs me. Oh, hey man, <laughs> whatever people will pay for and not complain about. I, there's there's a whole mastery behind taking people's money, hmm. but making them think it's not a bad thing. You know, in a weird I, way. So it's like, like Overwatch crates. I think Battlefield Four did this, where they said like, "Give us twenty bucks, and you just unlock every weapon in the game," because the game had been out for two years or three years at that point. And I went, "Okay, I don't like it, but I at least understand it." But for who in the right fucking mind ever thought it's like go into a Battlefield Four match, pay us twenty bucks, and then we'll mid, drop a crate yeah, with all the guns. Yeah, somebody give, else might get it. Give, <laughs> give us give us twenty bucks mid match, and we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll kill the other guys. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Like really, like like why don't you just have the credit card swiper built into the USB port? Lawrence point? is right though that that they're testing the audience. They're trying to figure out how much they'll they'll pay. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much how much money they can take from you for the stupidest amount of bullshit? And yeah. it's I mean, like to, at Vegas is the same. You, you go to a slot machine, and you think a slot machine is random. It is fucking absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, there are the lots illusion of, of randomness. There, yeah, yeah, exactly. There are lots of different things that uh, conditions that you have that 
slot machines have to satisfy or you have to satisfy or like they laws though that they are random but they're random where <laughs> the house is controlled of the probabilities right right so Which is not random <laughs> i mean it is not, not well not purely random well, yeah the, the i mean it's not like rolling though, the dice right. it's not like they're 50 percent chance of winning yeah. but slot, like slot when slot machines are made by advertised as 98 percent win rate oh that's yeah, no that's true no sure it's yeah. true it's just, but 98 percent is still you, you losing yeah 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 like people just don't take the time to figure that out yeah. Well, it's because they, I mean, on a certain level, they shouldn't have to. That's yeah. the weird thing. It, and it took me, as, as a living computer, it took me a long time to figure out that gambling isn't about winning a game. It's about the experience. Um, yeah. Or rather, that's that's what I have to believe. Otherwise, I don't understand the human race at all. Uh, but no, it, it's, a, it's about enjoying the process. It's about, even if some part of you knows that you're going to lose and this is here to take your money and it's all a trick. You still willingly put yourself in that situation because magic is fun sometimes. and Because you're getting that dopamine hit. Yes. Yeah, if it's, it's fun enough for you, then you'll keep doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it, it all goes, it all boils down to the basic human uh, need for uh, stimulation. Sex. <laughs> no, sex is the same thing. Yeah, yeah we, we talk about this. We talk about this at least once a year. But it's like sex, video games, drugs, they all give your brain that thing. And that thing will drain over time. Hmm. Uh, if you abuse it too much, right? If you've done it too much, eventually yep. you build up an immunity to it, mm-hmm. and, then and you start to become numb to other things, and then you need a bigger hit. So that's why moderation is always really important. G- like gambling's fine. Go gamble uh, when you, you turn eighteen and go to Vegas or whatever. Um, I think it's twenty-one there. Is it twenty-one to gamble? I, don't know. I thought it was eighteen. It's, I could 20, be wrong. it's it's pretty sure. I don't know. It's twenty-one. I don't know. I'm old. It's to be like safe. Stupid. Say twenty-one, kid. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but it's like you one of those stupid things where you can send people to war. But you can't let them I'm just, gamble. Yeah. I just think there's, there's a there's a pretty big line between using the twenty bucks your your buddy gave you for your birthday, betting on black, losing, going, all right, well let's go have a good time, and then sucking some dude's dick in the back <laughs> to get an extra fifty just to get that hit. Yeah. Like you could go either side, but yeah, you know, it goes somewhere more in the middle. <laughs> I guess to to wrap it back around, that is that is one of the many factors, the others of which you brought up, that I kind of see in PUBG to sort of explain why it's blowing up the way it is, um, is that is that that kind of like Vegas-like experience of of every time is random. There is a skill factor. It actually, Absolutely, Bruce, there you brought it up. It's kind of it's similar to poker. So it, it's not it's not fucking roulette. It's not pure chance. Um, you can certainly be good at PUBG, but being good at PUBG just means you're increasing your odds of winning. Doesn't mean that you will win. Um, it's not like a per like a what they're called perfect information games, which doesn't mean they are perfect. It just is, it, means, is it like the equivalent of counting cards? Uh even that is I think a little poker. heavy. I'm terrible at poker, but yeah, I think I think I I'm not sure exactly what the what the equivalent would be. I it just it actually reminds me a lot of Call of Duty. I see a lot of comparisons in the way that those games mechanically play out, and that uh, you can you can play twelve rounds of Call of Duty and and suck shit at all of them. And then you get the one like hot round where you get all the score streaks and you feel like you're on fire. Hmm. There is that gambling aspect of what lobby you get in, whether or not you have host advantage, down to the fact that the guns have a pretty unpredictable amount of bullet spread. And yes, like aim and skill and all that stuff can minimize the randomness, but the randomness is in the game and you can't take it out. Which actually, I thought it was really crazy. Advanced Warfare had a, had hit scan guns. It's like that is the most uncall of duty thing I've ever seen. Hmm. Ah, neither here nor there. But uh, I see all those factors in PUBG combined with. The fact that it is an improved version of an existing thing that was already starting to take off, and with the landscape the way it is, um, it's it's the perfect stream game. Like you guys were saying, there's downtime. If you're if you're crouched in a corner of a room hiding, 
that's time for you to just like talk with chat. It almost reminds me of the flow of a baseball game. There's so much downtime where you can just like chat with your bro and drink a beer, but then there's a loud sound and everyone looks at the field and there's a play and you're like, fuck yeah. And then it stops again and you can go back to talking with your friend and eating a hot dog. It kind of reminds, PUBG is similar. You're just crouched in a building or waiting on a rooftop, just kind of chilling out, waiting for the, the zones to shrink. And then all of a sudden you hear gunfire and it's like, pay attention now. Um, so then it's game time for like two or three minutes and either you die or you kill somebody or you run away. And then it's back to back to chilling out. I wonder how long the staying power though is. Hmm. I'm curious. I we all thought Minecraft was a fad, and it ended up it's still a thing. It's still going. Yeah, yeah it's madness. Sanity. I never thought that Minecraft was a fad. I did. Minecraft was. We described it often as Legos for a new generation. Oh, yeah. Once it hit like year two, uh, I started to go, oh, okay, this thing is not going anywhere, um, and it's only getting more popular. Um, same sort of thing though. Early access game. I thought it looked like garbage. Um, I wasn't really into it. I saw it as a thing for kids. I, but I, I appreciated it, or I at least understood it, and I respected it. I just like like PUBG. I just went, nah, it's not for me, and that's okay. I mean, I so I'll pu- dip in, but here's yeah. the thing about PUBG. I don't have much intention. It's one of the few games where I have no intent, very little intention of playing it. Man, do I like watching people play. It's really fun. Like, it's I'm really watching fun you to watch. guys play. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Disrespect is one of the biggest yeah, streamers no, currently currently him. operating, and he's chosen PUBG as the perfect game designed for his entertainment style. They were made for each other. Um, yeah, they were of. made for each other. Um, <laughs> so there, there's a certain element of that. But, you know, I, uh, you know it's weird. I, I doubt that I will ever put more than a couple hours into PUBG. Man, it's but fun though. Mother of God, do I love watching it's it? It's a little too stressful for me to hmm. it is pretty play. Uh, Bruce and I have played a handful of times, and every time I, I want to say we've played more games than I've killed people, which the ratio that to me in my brain is way off. Like in every game, I should be getting at least five or six kills. It's significantly less than yeah, that. Yeah, that's you, a pretty solid game of PUBG. You gotta yeah. you gotta rewire yourself, just oh, like all games for it. And but I'm the same way. One of the things that drew me into Overwatch the very beginning was the fact that if you help it it gives you a audio visual cue that like you helped mm-hmm. you you may not have gotten the final shot but that was the thing that anytime i was playing call of duty i was like why does that fucking matter <laughs> i got i shot the guy 80% of his life and then some other guy accidentally had a grenade go off near him, and that's what got the final kill. So he gets all the credit for that. I was like, something about that doesn't seem right. No. And Overwatch felt like it was one of the first games to come along and say, like, eh, it's fine. doesn't matter. Yeah, if do you it. want to look into your stats later on to see how many times you were the last person to shoot someone before yeah. they died, you can. Um, you have the kill screens, which are great because even those started, and you're like, okay, well, I'm using this more as a bureaucratic way to figure out Who's who's alive? Who's dead? Hmm. What's going on in the flow of battle? But it's even that was didn't last very long before they updated it and they said these three people killed someone. You know, Sombra got the last hit, but I mean, come on, Zen was well, there this, with this the goes, Discord. And, this goes back know. to like Return to Castle Wolfenstein and Battlefield and stuff. I always I found it like actually pretty fun to be a healer. I'm not getting all the kills, but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm actually being really helpful when someone dies and I inject them or hit them with the the paddles. And they're back in. I'm like, I did that. And, yeah. I, and then my score reflects that at the end of like, you have a score, blah, 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 but you have four kills. You're like, fine by me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was, I was no, helping. Yeah. That was, that's definitely, I, I played a lot of Call of Duty and then I switched over to Battlefield for that exact, that reason. Mm-hmm. The fact that it would be like, it would still, and again, kind of goes back to the fact that 
it's a game or a lottery or something, right? Because on Battlefield, it'll be like, tick, 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 you see like points, like going like crazy. I love, those, I love those oh, points. I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm I love winning. Those, like, points. those are just like little yeah. digital things that say you're winning. Well, yeah. it, was, it was like, I think it was Black Ops. Had the had the scores roll on rollers like it was literally a slot machine. Yeah, yeah. And it has that visual effect of like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, it, it started. I want to say it started with Call of Duty Four. When you get a kill, you go five points. Double kill, ten points. And then a kill streak, fifteen. Yeah. Whoa. And then something like Modern Warfare Two is eighty thousand yeah. points. It just kept adding zeros, and, and then just, just like the the double yeah. kick drum guitar riffs yeah, every time. But it works. It feels like you're winning currency, right? But that that's one of the good things about Overwatch that I like is that it feels like you're winning currency for just contributing, which many a lot of games at the time didn't do. So I mean, that, I'm just saying that's a thing for PUBG. A little chirp. That's like they don't have that. Mm-hmm. Like Adam said, you're. It's not about mm-hmm. that necessarily. It's yeah. more about like, can we work together as a team to survive long enough, and then and then make a militaristic effort, coordinated effort to mm-hmm. do to be the last one standing. You know, it's survivability. It's hard to account for non-conflict mm-hmm. you know it's it would be like something pops up on your screen you just got 50 points you haven't seen a player in five minutes yeah. <laughs> you know like like i mean that that's a justifiable reward in a game like that but it's weird to think about a scoring system for it it, it feels a bit more like PUBG plays into the selfishness of humans um rather than the helpful aspect but hmm. it's sort of like mine 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 but then there are moments where like bruce and i will play or something and be like Hey, this is a really good gun. Do you want it? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, thanks, yeah. buddy. Well, the squad and duo stuff—it's—it's it's cool because in its own game, play solo, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all about you're one man against the world. Mm. But then as soon as so you everyone click else. over and you're like duo or squad, mm. you're like doing that sort of behavior instinctively. Like, does anyone else need an SKS or whatever? Like, like yeah, yeah. who needs a scope? Does anyone yeah. is like level three armor over here the thing that uh, the thing that we shouldn't because I know we've been talking a lot about randomness there is so much strategy in mm-hmm. PUBG yeah. yes um, and if because watching people that are good at the game and then when you play it <laughs> you realize how much you don't know and mm-hmm. how much they do know yes. um, and how much they use all the, all of the HUD in the game uh, that obviously Brendan Green designed that maybe you maybe not you, you probably don't do that. You're probably like, well, there's probably I heard gunshots, so I'll walk that way. Yeah. And there's a whole other level of strategy <laughs> that you just don't even you can't even comprehend until you played it a well, lot. Well, it's like part really. they're, at, they're at 72, 74. I go, hold on. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to look at the compass cell. rows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's it's not. Yeah. Let me get my calculator out real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you figure this you one out. Stick the protractor in a circle. You got big old Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. I mean, it's like counting cards. You know, right? Because you know more about it. So if if that wasn't illegal in casinos or whatever yeah, frowned a upon like but that's the same the this you minimize the bad odds for yourself by maximizing your knowledge of the game and keeping track of all the different elements of it so uh yeah it's it's uh i mean i like pubg i i think it's a cool game i i also love when a game designer uh, alone or as a as a group really looks at a genre and then says Okay, but what is it about this genre yeah, that really makes people want to play? Yeah, how do we fix it? Um, Make it better. I think they like buying crates in the middle yeah. of a match. <laughs> it just, it what just. Gave them more well, that's what I'm saying. Money. It's, it's generally the perspective is 
how can we look at this genre and figure out how to suck more dollars out of its player yeah. base? And mm-hmm. that is call, paying $5 to call in a loot box that someone else can steal. Yeah. And then the developers are laughing, or not the biz, the executives behind the developers mm-hmm. are laughing because they're like, ah, we just got 20 bucks and they got nothing. <laughs> That's not going to last. Yeah. This is a better this is a much better example of someone looking at the player base and saying like, what makes this fun? Mm-hmm. Let's focus on that. I agree. That being said, they sold out. Uh, I'm going to call it now. Uh, mm-hmm. PUBG sold out because they're probably going to have a surge. Well, they've already talked about. Yeah, they sold uh, their miniskirts. They're, they're selling stuff. crates and yeah, stuff like that, but with like cosmetics and everybody's upset about. Oh, it. cosmetics! I'm yeah. shit. Yeah, it's they, cosmetics. People are upset. I know pe- people are always upset, but always that's that's the kind of stuff that's like, all right, come on. Well, I, I, well, I think the, the major concern is that they're selling that shit and the game's still quote unquote early access. It's like, right. bro, why are you monetizing a game that's not even finished? Because, because there's access, eight million there's people playing. Because, yeah. because Steam <laughs> came up with the term early access, yeah. and yeah. it's inaccurate, but there's nowhere else to put these games that are still constantly going to be updated, but you can buy it now if you want. Also, I think it's worth noting that, and, and everybody bags on Xbox for not having exclusives, but they, they got PUBG. And that is a gaming phenomenon, and I'm, I'm not trying to Microsoft Defense Force or anything, but I feel like nobody's. That's what I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. I feel like nobody's. These, these trillion dollar corporations need defense. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I don't know. I feel like nobody's Poor giving that guy. credit. I feel yeah. like uh, Microsoft Defense Force. PUBG really plus One X is a pretty powerful core gamer thing, yeah. and, and and you know, good good on Microsoft for seeing that. Yeah. And but it, yeah, it is funny though. Early access typically. Typically, games on consoles should be a bit more refined, and I think people are a bit more forgiving on PC because yeah. just sort of the nature of PC, everything sort of you gotta always like, in development. Like you got to uninstall some fucking drivers. And yeah, I mean, Minecraft first launched on PC. You know, that's the the only way to get it at one point, and now it's you know it's on your microwave. But it, it all, I think, PC players have just grown used to that, and kind of, I guess, in some ways, getting shafted. You you see that attitude like with the Destiny beta. People mm-hmm. were like. Yeah, this thing actually ran pretty well. Not for Lawrence, but uh, they got there. They eventually got it. Yeah. I think it was like I think I had too many Battle.net friends. There was some I saw. Some I heard about that side mention that yeah. if you had too many Battle.net friends, the game would just crash. Interesting. Just like man, PC. Ugh. I get it's a beta. It's a beta. Hey, I mean they fixed it. It, it ran last night. I oh, just good. didn't have time to play it. There, there is a attitude though that I have seen sort of in the community because there's these like you always see the weekly numbers of PUBG is now the most popular game in the world. That's always great, but it should never be the sort of attitude of because this thing has so many players being it, like we're winning. Like there, there's mm-hmm. no, there are no sides. There's no winning. Uh, ideally, it's just more stuff for everyone to play. So if the game's popular, that's great. That just means it's healthy. And if it's something that you like, support it. Uh, but there's other games out there too. And that just because it's less popular doesn't mean that you're a bad person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, you know, at least plays are weird indie games. And we're all like, that's great. Hey, as long as. Let's just back, everybody. That's just projection. I was wondering who was going through the trash. (laughs) Anyway, but if you want to be on, if you want to be on the winning side of life, yeah, you better get in shape. And Beachbody on demand can help you do that. Uh, Why would you? Why would you be a slovenly little asshole when you can be a golden Adonis running around the world of PUBG, killing everyone you see with your rippling biceps and long flowing blonde hair? Don't forget that leather trench coat. I guess yeah, yeah. Here's your sweet Matrix trench coat. Uh, so Beachbody On Demand is a, like a streaming service. Think of it like uh, any other any other uh, video on demand service. It's a monthly subscription fee, but for that fee, you get access to all of Beachbody, and they're they're pretty prolific. So it's you may have seen infomercials here and there about it, but uh, they 
they have everything for every kind of person. They got, you know, yoga, stretching, mobility type stuff. They got, they got weight training, um, very intense cardio. So depending on what your, your fitness goals are, you can find something that'll work for you. Um, here's a sample of the brands they offer. PEO, which I believe is Pilates and yoga mixed together. Uh, P90X, T25, 21 Day Fix, and Insanity, depending on how hard you want to go on yourself. Um, and you can access it on your computer, a t- tablet, TV, smartphone, any other web-enabled device. So that means that if you're traveling, you can pull up exercise routines and do them in, do them in your hotel room. Uh, if you are just in your bedroom and you have a phone, you can just load it up, do your workouts there. It's a pretty great, uh, pretty great service. Um, and actually, it's cheaper than a gym membership. I'm not going to say that it, it replaces a gym, uh, especially given your fitness goals. If you want to lift heavy, it's not like you're going to be able to you know, do 400-pound deadlifts in your bedroom with Beachbody On Demand. But uh, I will say, having done Insanity a number of times, that will blow your muscles out too. So there are, there are you know, a variety of ways to get to your fitness goal, depending on what it is. Uh, they can even offer um, nutrition which is super important, especially if you're trying to lose weight. So there are whole, whole courses where I'll teach you how to make food. They'll teach you how to like, if you, if you're hosting a party, you can make like, they say calorie conscious cocktails, which Ooh. speaks to me. Uh, and you can get a free trial by texting, uh, dude, D U D E to thirty thirty thirty. So you can try it out. If you don't like it you can cancel, uh, after the free trial, but, uh, the offer again, it's for a free trial. It's dude to thirty thirty thirty. So if you're looking to uh, if you're looking to change the way you work out, or maybe you want something just a little more convenient, you should give it a shot. Um, so thank you, Beachbody, for the sponsorship. We got to work on our Beachbodies, or at least I do. Always, always struggling. I guess that's it, though. James James warns me frequently that once you get into it, there is no there is no finish line. It's always just a little further back. The next thing. Which is okay. Yeah. Being you a little can't more be perfect, but you can try. I'm trying, man. Yeah, you can try. I got to go to an orthodontist today. Fix everything about me. It's like it's like, uh, never mind. I'll, I'll become. We're talking about a therapist and stuff like that, but don't worry about it. <laughs> oh yeah, I do that too. Oh good. All right. Well, oh, not go. a mental therapist. No, I'm perfect. No, I was oh, gonna say perfect imp- in the head. Improve yourself mentally as well as physically. Bah. Oh, you can't well. see that, Bruce. All right, understood. When Got you it. take your shirt off at the beach, no one's going to say that you're a happy and well-adjusted human being. If you fix your brain, you might not have to do any of those other things. <laughs> That's not true. you got to squat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, other, in other money grab news, there's a pretty lull-worthy interview on um, Glixel, which is a word that I do treasure saying out loud. So this is with the senior director of merchandising, Eric Bright, for GameStop. Um, this is in reference to the fact that every time that they're supply-constrained on an item, in this case the SNES Mini, uh, GameStop sells them in bundles because boy, who doesn't like overpaying for an item just because it is low in demand? <laughs> it's in a bundle, yeah, yeah. So it's like s- accessories and bullshit that they throw in there. I, I just, I like this because it, it is exceptional spin, and it made me just sort of like writhe in my chair. So Bright says, "Quote: We really tried to do a great job of pairing up items with things consu- customers like to buy." In the case of the Switch, we know customers are going to want a way to charge the Joy-Con controllers, so we often throw in a charging device. We know the Switch has limited memory, and customers like to download games, so we'll add a memory stick. And then you need a, you need a game itself, because what good is a piece of hardware without the game to play with it? <laughs> we make it more convenient. They're like trying to sell us stuff through this it's, yeah. release. <laughs> uh, quote, customers also have the option of coming into our GameStop stores to purchase the non-bundled product. Except they don't if the fucking shit is sold out, and you're only selling the bundles. Oh, God. So... Hey, Eric, right? It's weird. That's some bullshit. That, I think the weird thing is that, like, sometimes you'll go, like, to Costco, and they'll have a bundle. Mm. 
and you're like, you look at the math and you're like, oh, it does cost less like to buy a thousand batteries than it would to cost to buy one battery a thousand times, right? right? So it doesn't feel, and I may be wrong, it's been a long time since I've walked inside of a brick and mortar game, game, uh, Stop. Stoppery, yeah. Uh, in Stoppery. But, uh, it, it doesn't always feel that way. It feels like, it feels like you're charging me more money for the convenience of the fact that you put this in a box. Yeah. Like, way more. So that, that, that SD card that they're including because I need to download games is like three times the price of an SD card. Well, I think Lawrence is right. They're trying to just move units. Yeah, it's BS. So, like, with the SD card, they don't sell any SD cards on their own. Yeah. But then if they put them in a bundle, of course they're going to sell them, right? Well, it's also... Well, because if people you buy a Switch, don't want that's your the only SD option. card. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, so they're, they're, they end up paying more for something did, they didn't want in the first did place. Did they respond... So his response was... It's better for... It makes it more convenient for the customer. Except... For us to, like, take these supply-constrained units and sell them only in bundles that cost way more than the normal MSRP. Man, I, wish, I wish sometimes they would just go... Bitch, we need to make quiche. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I, know. I wish. I wish we sometimes we don't sell SD cards, so we put them in the bundle. Well, it'd be like <laughs> it'd, be a good it'd be like release. it'd be like Nintendo yeah, right. only sent us five hundred of these. Mm-hmm. We got to make quiche, <laughs> so we're gonna charge you twenty dollars more for the ten dollar SD card. You get it for free. We put it in the box for you. You want you that's, want your SNES Mini or not? That's always my favorite. You get it for free. We yeah. need more Bullworth in business. <laughs> just watch Stranger Things on Netflix. Bullworth. It's free. I just pay for it. Every month. Yeah. Anyway, that's some bullshit. Sorry out there if you're trying to get a SNES Mini. You're you're at, you're at the scalpers. I mean, now. So to be clear, those that are trying to get the SNES Mini Ooh. don't have oh a ton of my sympathy. Really? Yeah. You're trying to buy a console from a thousand years ago. Oh, okay, fair. Well, that's the other part. It's like <laughs> you're uh, trying to I pay mean, top dollar, competing with other consumers for yeah. a console and access to games other than Star Fox Two. Yeah. That you yeah. that you could have had for. A hundred years. Well, like we also we also say it's a, it's elective. I mean, yeah, like it's, is, a toy. it's a toy. Yeah, but I don't know. It's I'm not worried about them. There's other things. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying there's other things that it's like, oh man, this is like this. Oh, this really sucks that they're taking advantage of these consumers. Sure. They're taking advantage of the right people in this situation because it's Aww. already people who are like, you know, it'd be great, an actual physical Super Nintendo. <laughs> I think it's funny because uh, people are shitty on both sides. I think yeah. GameStop's like, yo, bro, it's cool. We're helping you out. And all no, the yeah. stuff is like, where I can't get my toy. That's you know, why like, that's why I'm saying it's Aww. fun to watch it's villains is a harsh word, but it's fun to watch no, the no, villains no. battle yeah, with each they're, other. They're not, <laughs> you know? they're, not, they're not all villains. And I totally get it. Like if you wanted a SNES Mini, no. then yes, you know, like obviously if you have the money and you're a consumer, you want it right now. Just like all of us all the time do. Well, Ever, everyone that wants yeah. a SNES Mini is Suicide Squad. And we're watching the Suicide Squad go up against <laughs> The old Aztec god that no one cares about. The witch? Oh, yeah. And Enchantress. Oh, no, the other, her brother. Her brother and Enchantress. I'm just saying, but they're villains against villains. This thing. <laughs> that, I mean, that's true. You're right. That's what I like. I, I, but I'm not going to call anybody <laughs> by the SNES They're bad mini guys. A, a villain or a bad guy. <laughs> I got a SNES mini. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Technically, never in the Suicide Squad, I guess. I, I get, I, the way I look at it is. If the worst thing in your life at this moment in time yeah. is that you can't get a toy. Yeah, that's true. Aww. And this start, is- start to look. Uh, it's like Lisa said. Is that one Reddit post, or it's the uh, the girl, the, the woman dressing her daughter up like in a like a a giant cylindrical tube made of concrete or whatever, and she's like dressing her up for school. And, like, 
I look at this picture of everything. My life's getting yeah. bad. Things are uh, things are much harder yeah, other places. I, I think, like in Hurricane Harvey yeah, right we're now. We're dry not, right now. I'm at not, Hurricane Harvey. To be clear. No. No, Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, oh, rough. Boy. Lines are so long. Um, <laughs> oh, no, Hurricane Harvey. <laughs> it's only a tropical storm. Um, to be clear, I think anyone should be able to do whatever they want to do with the money that they want to do. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. That's why um, prostitution is If legal. Michael wants to get some Joy-Cons then he that are orange, yeah. I say go for it, yeah, bruh. Then he did. Do it. Um, that doesn't mean that... That doesn't mean that we can't laugh. Oh, of when, course. When, when the system is set up in such a way that it's easy for you. Well, like oh, yeah. I said, I, I just think it's funny because what's his name? Eric Wright. Is that what? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Eric Wright's like, "Yo, bro. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, just no, help. help. We're just Eric helping Bright. everybody." Yeah. Liar. No, yeah. you're not. Yeah, <laughs> you're a liar. Yeah, it was Eric Wright. Sorry. <laughs> you smell blood in the blood in the water. Yeah, yeah. You smell. Don't buy SD cards. <laughs> he's he's basically what the Bruce the shark from uh, Finding Nemo. Oh yeah. Where he's like. Like fish or friends, not food. Until he smells blood, and he's like, "I'll eat you, Nemo." Uh, okay, let's see here. I got a, I got a brief thoughtable for you guys. Oh, here's a thought experiment. So, it's interesting. Uh, thoughtable. I was, <laughs> I was musing on the fact that, and I muse, I muse frequently mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> It, it seems like, you know, being a YouTuber is the new Hollywood star or whatever. A lot of kids Ugh, want to be YouTubers. It is? It's yeah. Not. Really? It's a new Teen Beat, we're maybe. Not, yeah, we're not. Yeah. Yeah. You're maybe on the cover of we're not Teen Beat Magazine. Tiger, Tiger or Beat. famous. I was just talking perceptual, <laughs> like in terms of perception. Oh, okay. Um, And, and yeah, that's people perceive YouTubing as like you're rich and famous and everybody loves you. Um, there's schools for how to become YouTubers and shit like that. Um, it's called the school of life. Yeah, yeah, that's what we win the PhD or, in life. Yeah, or you actually probably could pay a college to do it because, as we just learned, people want to they'll they'll find a way to get you to pay money for stuff. So I uh, there and and it seems like the golden ticket if you're a teen is you have to have pretty eyes. You gotta have a ring light. You gotta have nice hair. It helps if you maybe sound a bit foreign or sound a little bit homosexual. Oh, you have like an English accent. Or something? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gender fluid. So it's like there, fluid, yeah. there are all those factors that make you appealing. Um. But then I wondered, wait a minute, what about the other side of it? Let's say that you just have an asshole face. You just punchable you just, face. Yeah, you, you have a big old punchable face. Mm-hmm. And you potentially could live a life of relative fame and luxury and ease, except the media is all about people just being a dick to you for the vicarious relief of the audience. So it's like you got an asshole face and people just tell you you're a worthless shithole human being. You basically just get mocked or made fun of Internet in media. Punching bag or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you get your dream, you know, you get to be a YouTube star. Mm-hmm. Is that something that, I mean, I guess, I guess it's weird to ask you guys because you found a path to it. We that all didn't have punchable involve, faces. Yeah, it didn't involve debasing yourself. <laughs> but I just, I wonder, I wonder who would be willing to make that trade and, and whether or not they'd be there willing to. There are always people like that. I mean, yeah. I, and there are people like that now on YouTube that are like total assholes and they, they know they play an asshole and they're, and like, I don't know if they are an asshole in real life, but they play one on YouTube mm-hmm. and people love that shit. Well, there's always the guy from Jackass who does nothing other than everyone just beats up on him. Which, which guy? I don't know. There's always like it's one fat them. guy. Yeah, I was going to say they all oh, get Oh, yeah. All, yeah. The, all oh, the guys Preston, who like, Preston, yeah, all the guys who are not Johnny Knoxville or Steve-O. Uh, I mean, there's even the Bam, my Jairs of the world or whatever, where it's like, <laughs> they just, they th- their job is to get shit on. Yeah. And like, well. This is your life. I mean, yeah, and, it, and they're okay with it. Maybe, okay with it. If maybe okay they hate it, their lives. All right it's interesting it. because YouTube prevents what used to happen in the the very brief era before of blogs. Remember when blo- YouTubers are the new bloggers? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, except it equates to 
probably more fame and more success for YouTubers because you can see their face and you mm-hmm. can get a better sense of their personality. They and were part of the blogosphere. Mm-hmm. But I, I always, I often think about Perez Hilton. Oh yeah, remember yeah. Perez Hilton? Yeah. No joke. We were just talking about Perez him Hilton. the other day. Really? I don't know why. I, was I there? I don't think I was. I don't think so. I told no, you we, were, we were at lunch on Tuesday and we were talking about Perez Hilton. But Perez Hilton was Weird. this like kind of troll troll man yeah. who was really angry at the world. Mm-hmm. And just basically, yeah, mostly, mostly celebrities. celebrities, which okay. Which is put good. yourself out there. Yeah, that's good. Um, but he was it was a pretty vindictive, mean website where he'd like draw penises yeah. on like people's Most pictures. Cum, cum stains and, people, and everything. People really liked it. People really liked it. Yeah. But I mean it's weird because his he didn't have the Hollywood persona, and it almost felt like, out of spite, he was like, "Well, then I'm going to shit on the Hollywood because he doesn't the Hollywood look, he doesn't look Hollywood, look the part, feel, Hollywood, feel the yeah. part, and stuff like that." Yeah. And so it's interesting, but he was able to do that. I feel like a YouTuber may have a, a YouTuber may have a harder time doing <clears throat> that because then people are going to be like, "Like, well, you got a ring light, bro, or oh, you?" Oh, I you see know, what you're saying. Like. I guess I I'm, know, just, I'm waiting for the dystopian future where, in like an idiocracy kind of way, there's that show, Out My Balls. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for an entire show where some dude with an asshole face just gets punched. And, and people watch it. it. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. What? Like every other show is Hurl or... Yeah. Yeah. It was just something... Of, it, the, the concept didn't go beyond a, a pitch. Yeah. What and like, if? Th- there, was, there was no production Bible. It was guy does thing. Guy gets Make hit show. by something. Yeah, these guys go to a. a they, they're human wrecking balls. Oh yeah. What's the cause one. of the show? I gave you the name. We just told <laughs> you. Yeah. It's all they're there, big and they run into stuff. It yeah. was interesting when when someone, some television network, would basically identify another show, right, as being like popular, and then they would go, <laughs> they go, well, what if we made one? Instead of copying the whole show, we just took one of the segments of that show. And then made that a whole show. Like, but there's another show that has that and then other things too, like Jackass. Sometimes they throw up and sometimes they destroy stuff. Well, what about two shows? <laughs> one show where people throw up and another show where people destroy stuff. Genius. Well, anyway, yeah, that's, uh, I'm just waiting for that. Uh, waiting I, I, for I think it's already happening. Th- well, I haven't, I haven't seen that specific thing, like a, a three-minute YouTube video. That just has a dude with an asshole face getting punched. Oh, punched. Oh, oh, oh. And it's, That's and it's a very like, specific use well, case. But yeah, yeah, but it's like, it's like it, in terms of how, how like surgically YouTube videos are targeting people's like most base desires and delivering content to them. I'm waiting for that one where somebody just gets a vicarious release by watching some dude with a dick face get punched. Mm. And like, it's not that he did anything wrong. He just looks like a dick and he gets punched. I think as a society, because of Twitter, because of the ways you can share your internal monologue with more people than ever before, something like that might be harder to pull off. <laughs> Maybe people yeah. I, is yeah. for as, as divided as we are, people are way better at seeing other people as human beings than I think they've ever previously been in the history of mankind. The okay. problem is they still don't like those other human beings. Oh, interesting. You know, well, it, it used to be, it used to be oh we're going off to war in Spain to kill the Spaniards, right? Those monsters, and oh, I see. you'd arrive after you know eight weeks of travel, and you would just see a guy in a like a mask or something, and you'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna kill him now." That's all you're you were concerned about. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, "Oh, well, what does the guy say on Twitter?" Like, <laughs> and you can go and read it and be like, "I hate him." You could, be, you could be like, "Well, he's a human being, but I hate him yeah. still." Uh, also, we've so I think what like Lawrence is sort of a, kind of approaching as. There, there was a time when the uh, what we chose or what was deemed 
punchable or ugly or something that was basically by a production company or a studio. Uh, and now, uh, yeah, yeah. and now we we've sort of become the tastemakers and the mm. like. If if there's oh, come on. if there's if you have a weird idea or a weird niche niche, there's a good chance there's about a thousand people who are also into that. That's true. It, like it almost doesn't matter. So You're not alone. It, it becomes less of wow, I really hate that guy's face. It's I'm one of the few people who do like this guy's face, and I'm going to listen to him. I'm going to I will be his audience because it's there. We live in the the age of choice, which is actually I I prefer it this way rather than a mm. studio dictating this is what you are watching tonight. Yeah, and you will enjoy it. It is a spinoff of another show. Deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's like, well, I don't like that. I will watch Mr. Robot. I hear you. All right, well, uh, let's 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 harden that a little bit here. I'm trying oh. to think of how to do this properly because I have I have images I need to show you. Go ahead. Yeah, just here. Let's yeah, there you go. Pause this old guy. Do whatever you want. I just feel like those are something read back to you at a court case. I have images to show you. Yeah. I have some images. Go the on. defendant did say this. Please Look, go on. Exhibit A. Yeah, he had oh. images to show me. Poop and cum. Ugh. Poop and come. Oh my! Ooh, a safe place for all our files. Yeah. Luckily, this isn't live, so I can. Yeah. You can. Not like my fucking. I'm, I'm periscoping it. Is that okay? Blur yeah. this, editor. Blur this. Yeah. Whatever. It's dots. Oops. It's weird. Your password's only one, two, three, four. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. See, look, I got fucking two-step. Mm-hmm. Come at me, hackers. Actually, don't. Don't. Please. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't. Don't, don't dare hack my. Uh, don't do that. Don't lock me out of my account. You'll just, you'll just make a headache for me, and no one no one wins. They do. They do, yeah. What? They're excited. I guess, yeah. They're trolls. <laughs> please. Like Perez Hilton. Please open. Didn't he lose a bunch of weight? Yeah. Yeah, he did. That's a funny thing. Once he became famous, then he even. Yeah, yeah he became that. With that society. I always thought by him. He pre- he purported to loathe. Yeah. At least remember. He loved. No, he loved. We were talking about Perez Hilton earlier yeah. this week. Weird, right? James brought it up. Un- unsolicited. He's right. hot. He's hot now. So uh, <laughs> last <laughs> last week we had jam to go. This week I present to you the Arceist. Um, this is a this is a Facebook account. Uh, I cropped out pictures of the post because I didn't want this gentleman's name getting out there. That was nice of you. Uh, so uh, this this fellow here is an Arceist. This I'll means just or I'll just read it. This means I worship Arceus. Arceus is a, Arceus is a Pokemon. Just by the way. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Arceus is the one true god. I am a high-ranking Arceus, the highest honor given to me by Arceus himself. No other human has gotten that rank because other humans betray Arceus. I do anything Arceus tells me to because he's god. If Arceus tells me to jump, I say how high. If Arceus tells me to give him a blowjob, I say how much cum do I swallow. <laughs> and then there's a picture of this gentleman kneeling before Arceus. Wow. Okay. That is that this, is this feels like it's in jest. It does mm-hmm. feel like it's yeah. a joke. Exhibit number one. Continue on here. Uh, here's another post here. Uh, Xerneas shrinks me to show what powerful legendary fairy type Pokemon can do. Then Xerneas crushes me to prove dominance. When Xerneas shrieks me, she has no intentions on crushing me because she is the one who shrank me. Xerneas will not crush the same person that she shrank. Xerneas does not want to crush someone to prove dominance if she is the one who shrank that person. Xerneas feels and believes that it is not right for her to crush someone that she shrank. <laughs> Continues on. about crushing and yeah. shrinking. When Xerneas crushes a shrunken man, <laughs> she does not look to like, shrink him. Like Tim and Eric, when Eric was like, if he's a pit boy. Yeah, no, I know. Pup, pup, oh, it's bowl. cutting off. Yeah. Pup bowl, he, how many pup pups does he pup pup pib? Since I am shrunken, she crushes me to prove dominance. Xerneas Can you does TLDR this? Yeah, yes. it's, it's the rules about sh- crushing. Sadly, the picture's getting cut off because I'm using the preview here. But uh, there is a picture of Xerneas stepping on him okay. and him being crushed. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. Uh, one last post here. Uh, daughters I've had with several Pokemon. Whoa. Pokemon human hybrids are known as Pokemon Gijinkas. Gijinkas? Pokemon Gijinkas can be born 
can be born being any age from 10 to 40 due to the different aging processes of humans and Pokemon. Got it. An I RNG mean, determines the sense. age and life of... Oh, well, I've got to blur that one out. Uh, there's a, He put his name in there. Uh-oh. Thanks for that. Uh, so farthest right, daughter human, Ivital, 10 foot 6, age 22. Mother, Ivital, <laughs> Ivital, forced me to have They're sex giants. with her. And then Ivital turns into stone because she was done with me. Uh, anyway, there he is with his, wow. his Pokemon family. Oh. I don't know if this is in jest. <laughs> this, I think, could be very serious. No, it's very he, serious. He, get, he gets this. He gets it. Do I need to look up Are you sure? More? Yeah, Are you sure about sure that? He gets it. I don't he think he that gets this that. Is, he thinks that this is fun. Oh, All right. I don't know. All I think right, he's here. got a serious fetish. The shrinking and shit? There's there's no way you write that O again and again and again without going the god this is so funny. Actually, hold on. There's no way. Right, here, I'll have to I'll have to bring up an OG browser to get the the full bring all guns to bear. He could be a comedic genius. I really hope or just I mean, a maybe, genius. Yeah. Or or he's just a genius. He's probably actually he probably just has a lot of He's on the Free spectrum. Time? Oh. He's a lot he's on the spectrum very very hard. I want him to meet the uh the 34-year-old Japanese man who had to draw this thing for a kid's cartoon who <laughs> Full screen has no interest in anything about Xerneas or anything else and realize oh what God. he's done. Man. Why did you, you created this like that? Whatever, who cares? Uh, okay, so just, just real quick, I can throw up that, that image that got cut off there. There, see if you zoom in. Oh, yeah, Xerneas is stepping on he him. He stepped mm-hmm. on him there. Got it. Yeah, uh, that happens. Let me, let me bring up the, uh, the full feed here because there, there's not one-offs. Nope. It's okay. I mean, like, why is it? Why can't I click on it? Oh, I'm not signed in. <sighs> it's okay, Lawrence. I believe you. Well, anyway, I guess that'll have to do. <laughs> I, I got enough. I was gonna say it does for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's enough to convict him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna. I appreciate the fact that he has directed his fetish towards Pokemon and not children. Uh, mm, because I feel slope. any age between ten to forty. <laughs> uh, the Pokemon, though the Pokemon. He could have said eighteen. The Pokemon, oh, gee, shit, he could have. <laughs> Damn it. Well, let's just say Pokemon. Well, for hold now. on now. Let's be fair. That's what they're born as. Yeah. They, be, they can be born any age from ten to forty. That like doesn't mean that he's having daughters with them at age ten. Because like he's point. having daughters with. I think uh, it's only daughters too. Um, not sons. Forced me to have sex with her. Ivatol. Yeah, no. yeah sure but she's twenty-two. Are you sure that this is a joke? I don't think this is a joke. <sighs> it might be a cry for help. <laughs> Look at there he is. He's with his family. Oh, oh boy. There we go. What happened? There he is. He looks okay. like Gus. <laughs> <laughs> Gus, if you need help, you tell us. I don't know if he's there for you. That's a, this is a joke or not. I'm not sure. Mm. I do like the fact that I don't know if it's a joke. I can appreciate that at least. Yeah. <laughs> What one last week? Yeah, what, I actually, Jam I wasn't here. Go. I yeah. wasn't here, so I don't Jam know. Jam2Go is pretty oh, sweet. Jam2Go Jam is great. It was basically the coolest, uh, like, yeah, trance, yeah. digital scape, <laughs> uh, awesome vids. Well, this is, wait, why is this hard, hard netting? Well, hold on. Yeah, this is one of the more the, sensible yeah, that's ones. That one looks awesome. Uh, whatever that is, sure. Did you put up a new one? Yeah. He's right. pretty active. James Hugo, uh was very grateful, by the way, for being hard. Oh yeah, game. look at this. Dolphin. Hold on. There, there are other ones that have more Slow narrative. Down, man. I, I, <laughs> let me watch the dolphin. Here's here's a push up. <laughs> Playing the ultimate camping yeah. trip. <laughs> is there music? It's always music. What They're like how-to videos that teach you nothing. <laughs> See, look how much fun they're having. This yes, is frightening. I love it. Yeah, he gets it. This is 
just some sort of this is this is where Rad's family lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just performance art. Uh, James, yeah, but he, but James the internet goes, is an outlet for him. This is the best way to prank your teacher. See, it's like all kinds of like funny, funny things you can learn from. Mm-hmm. Put the giant sphere on the chair. Yes. The spinning sphere on the chair. Wait for your che- teacher to come in. <laughs> These are great. No, this is yeah. this is performance art. And then oh. when your teacher goes to sit on the oh, chair, they get absorbed into the, into the, the sphere. sphere. Pranked. <laughs> goes into the nega space. Jamta goes pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> they all end abruptly. <laughs> it uh, it reminds me a lot of like song. Xavier Renegade Angel. Yeah, which I don't think enough people watch yeah. or appreciate it. Was, it, was, it was a little ahead of its time. It was wild. Um, I would say that Jam to Go has perfected the time in which Xavier should have been mm-hmm. about thirty seconds long. It mm-hmm. didn't need to be fifteen minutes of pure madness. I'm so going. Look at that exercise. Oh, look at that! He's fucking perfect meditating. push up. Here it comes. Here it comes. Are they gonna do it? It's, this is part of it. Whoa! You trance out. And you got to transcend your body anyway, and turn so into for, a... uh, audio listeners. Please check out Jam to Go if you oh, haven't. Jam to Go. Jam the number two and you go. May, you may be in your car. You may be that's, running on a treadmill, but that's amazing. You get home, man. You plug in Jam to Go, and you make an, an evening of it. These have like thirty thousand views, though, Lawrence. How many did? Uh, well, our, it wasn't like that. Our RCS. They weren't. They weren't. I mean, <laughs> I if think they, they have thirty thousand views. That's new. Yeah, they were. They were, we were checking like them last week. It was like two thousand. I think one of them had had five thousand. That's what RCS we're doing. We're helping just, the little guy. That was just some dude's Facebook profile. Yeah, I'm going RCS for sure. All right. All, yeah. All the way. Okay. Deep, deep net. Uh, Adam James, do you think the RCS defeats Jam to Go? I'm gonna, I'm gonna netting? stay, stay with Jam to Go. I'm loyal to Jam to Go. I think Jam to yeah. Go right. represents oh, the best on. of what the internet has to offer, which in my heart is what hard net and truly means. No, RCS. RCS is way better. He's got, he has photoshops of him with Pokemon. Crushing and shrinking him. Pokemon's out. Pokemon's never out. Digital landscapes are in. <laughs> Pokemon Go is bigger than ever. <laughs> I just like I, I I'm just happy someone created a window into the future yep. and I get to watch it now. <laughs> you can see Blade Runner doesn't come out for another couple weeks, but we get to see basically what it's gonna be oh, it's so perfect. this very moment. Have you ever wondered how a phone is made, Bruce? We did this last week, but man, yeah. I'll talk about it every week. Uh, this is how you steal a phone. Oh, is, this a, is this a, a phone? I, I like phone phone. You you cut it from the block of phones. You cut the digibox. I think uh, I think the more video I see from Jam to Go, the more I realize this is just somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, and which is great, that's by the way. Name. I love it. But Arceus doesn't know what he's doing, and that's why I like Arceus more. How dare you? I, he doesn't know. I think he's just post. He's posting that because he genuinely wants to be in a family of Pokemon, and I appreciate that. I appreciate gotcha. that a lot. Boom! Eat shit. This is so weird. Peace. <laughs> Look at that. All right, well, you're free glass. from your shackles at a score of two to one. Uh, uh, jam to go. Oh man! Maintains your, your uh. Back into obscurity, Arceus goes. Yes. Congratulations, Jam. Zemnus does not. Zernius does not look at who shrank me when she crushes me. This is because Zernius crushes shrunken than, men. This is way she does better not than look Jam to go. Way better. Yep. Or how he ended up shrunken. She looks way at the better. fact that he's yeah. the, the votes and hard net and award would would argue otherwise. There's only friend. two of you. And at least the vote with me. Zernius so. crushes him. This is why Zernius crushed me after she shrank me. She does not look at who shrank me or how I ended up shrunken when she crushes me. This is way better. Zernius looks at who shrank me. Unfortunately, Jam to goes one of two hard nettins and because it was her. I was going to say this is but this is objectively better. So I'm going to say it's objectively better. Objectively a deeper hard netting. You, you call him and apologize. He made up his own word, Gajinkas. <laughs> so again, RCS is better. Jam to go has invented a new world, <laughs> a perfect world, a society that we can all learn from. Uh huh. Sure. 
Whatever you say with and his the performance people have art. Spoken. No, no, Hard only James and Adam have spoken, not the people. Only James and That's Adam. That's plural words. Let's, let's do a straw poll, Lawrence. More than one. Okay. Let's no. do a straw poll. Well, straw polls break ties, which I, I reduce the. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. Well, thanks everybody for listening this week. Uh, I should have mentioned this at the beginning. I'll have to tweet it out. But this episode has been pre-recorded because it's Labor Day, so we're not live. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. They're like all the words I've been typing at them. They're never gonna see these. I'm ready with questions. Nope. Sorry. And also that also means we don't have a post show this week. Again, should have mentioned that off the top. Just so I bumper. You can always do a little title. I mean, yeah, yeah Richie does that, right? On the spot, does it every single episode? Not live. What do you mean? They do the, this. Oh. This episode was recorded at yeah. this date. <laughs> all right, I'll, we I'll go it. make that. I, you don't have to. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It won't matter at all. It's okay. It's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll it will live it on its own regardless. I'll tweet it out because I got other <laughs> shit to do. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll have free time. We'll see. Hey, guess what? If you see nice little bumper, it turns out I had a free free hour on Thursday. But thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back live the following week. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> good one. All right. This is a good one. Yeah.